Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I'm so honored and excited that you're joining me again today because you know that my tagline is helping dads become heroes. Well, today I have got two heroes in the studio with me. It's a dad and his adult daughter who have taken time out of their busy schedules to come and share their story with you about how they've addressed some tough things in their relationship and have pursued healing while making amends just this past year. And they're going to let you know how they work some of that through and what their relationship was, is like now. So you know that every week I do On Your Mark, Get Set, Go. And On Your Mark is always the topic for the day. So today the topic is making amends, how one dad did it right. And get set, we're now going to put that concept into action. So I can easily say that one of the most common questions I'm asked by fathers of daughters, whether it's in person or in emails that come through my website, is, Michelle, how do I make things right with my daughter? Because things aren't so good. And I can tell you that oftentimes it's daughters saying things aren't so good with my dad. What do I do on that end? So today we have a real life story where a dad and a daughter are going to speak from their experience in response to that question, because I think who better than them to talk about this. So today you are going to meet Leanne, who's a 36, not 26, 36 year old woman who's married a mother of two kids, a son and a daughter, and she contacted me last year to say, okay, Michelle, you work with dads and daughters. Can you help me understand how to better relate to my dad? And my dad is willing to come. And her dad, Scott, owns a business here in Portland. He's a business owner, a worship leader. And today I want to welcome you, Scott and Leanne. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you. Yay, two for the price of one. Absolutely. Here you are together. Well, let's dive right into this topic because I know that your story is going to touch people's hearts and lives. So, Leanne, I want to start with you. Since you're the one that originally contacted me, let's go back to last year. What led you to invite your dad to join you in this process? Okay. Well, um, I was about a year into my recovery for an eating disorder. And throughout that year, my childhood had come up as a subject um, of conversation and specifically memories and experiences with my dad. And with those memories came a lot of challenging emotions, um, anger and sadness and disappointment, yeah. but also shame um, for myself for feeling anger towards my dad. Mm. Um, and so as those memories and experiences would come to the surface, I would typically just push them away because I didn't want to feel right. that. Yeah, and who wants to feel those emotions? Exactly. It was just too hard. Um and, and so I didn't want to feel the pain. I also didn't want to drag my dad into that pain. Uh -huh. um, a, I didn't want him to feel guilty and shame. Um, but I also didn't want to feel rejected if he didn't agree with my feelings or... Or did you worry that he might understand. not want to come? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, But I came to a point where um, in order for me to move forward in my own recovery, I really needed to address um, the, that my, my childhood. And, mm -hmm. um, and so it was really out of radical trust and hope. Um, that I reached out to my dad and, um, you know, asked for us to go to counseling to to get some healing. Okay, that is awesome. Well, let's now ask, ask Dad Scott, <laughs> what went through your mind when Leanne invited you to come and join this unknown, unscripted process? Well, my initial thought was, you know, oh, God, what have I done <laughs> to my kid, especially while she was growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew that Leanne was going through therapy for her eating disorder, and I understood there were probably things in her childhood 
that I did or didn't do that may have contributed to the psychological side of it. Uh-huh. Uh, so um, she would tell me bits and pieces about her therapy, and I'd you know listen. Um, and uh, but there, there, she would bring up things that were said or done or not said and done mm-hmm. when she was a child. So after a lot of thought and prayer, you know, I had offered to go to counseling with her prior to this, but I thought, you know, I need to step up and actually do this. And it would be in a safe, open place where we could mm-hmm. talk about things and a little apprehensive to begin with, yeah. but uh, I needed to overcome my own fears and unknowns and just help her move forward. Wow. So. Scott, I just want to highlight that to dads that are listening, that it, yes, you had apprehension. Yes, you had fear going, oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to hear that I've either done or not done. Right. And I have to s- sit with her in a room and hear that and feel that. And yet, out of love for your daughter, you said, I've got to do this, thought and prayer. Right. You just have to let down your tough guy image and go for it. and <laughs> Rock on. Rock on. <laughs> Rock on, Dad. Well, <laughs> let's jump even to the end of the work that we did together. Because I remember as the three of us sat there, all of us were overcome with emotion as you had the courage, Scott, to not only write a letter to Leanne, but also then to read it to her. Can you just tell us what was it like to do this whole process of letter writing and then read it to her? Was it helpful? Was it not to have a template to work from? Tell us about that part part of the process. Well, yeah, actually it was helpful. I mean, we, we had everything out in the open and, and then it came down to, okay, now what? Now what? We, we talked about her feelings. We talked about my feelings, things that were going on in her childhood, things that were going on with me during her childhood. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, so now what do we do with all this now that it's out there? And at Michelle's suggestion, you know, she, dad, write a letter. And Michelle did give me a template, uh, which I think was very helpful because mm. what do you say? Yeah, you know? where do you start? What do you where say? Where do you start? So I didn't use everything in the template, but uh, it took me a long time to write the letter. Mm. I'm, did, I'm glad I did have the template. It was very helpful. Um, but it was an opportunity to, for me to express my feelings about everything we had discussed yeah, and where maybe hopefully we can go from here. Oh, that's awesome. And for those of you listening that say, well, I think I need to write a letter to even my adult daughter. I think that's what's powerful here is your daughter's out of the house. She's 35 at the time, married. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some dads might think it's too late. It's a little too little too late. And your story is proof that it's never too late to dial into that heart space of your daughter. Right. And if you're a dad that says, well, I, where'd you get the template or whatever? You can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com and under free resources, you will see a PDF that says writing a letter to your daughter. And it includes, you know, my suggestions include like, tell her what it was like the first time you laid eyes on her. Write about the meaning of her name from your vantage point. Tell her where you're proud of her or uh, maybe even a favorite childhood memory you have. So Scott was just talking about that. And if you want to reference what he used, you can go to the website. So Scott, let's stay with you is Mm -hmm. what was it like, you know, and and I guess I could ask either one of you this question is what was it like? You just talked about reading it. Right. So maybe, actually, I think I'm going to, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm going to go back to you, Leanne. Sure. What was it like to hear your dad read his letter to you with so much emotion? Yeah, it was, it was intense. It was um, emotional and it was shocking and it was also such a relief. Um, mm. I felt like he meant every word he said and um, in his remorse, in his uh, request for forgiveness and um, and in his adoration and admiration um, 
of me as his daughter. Wow. And so his emotions were so raw and vulnerable, which was surprising for me because I've never seen my dad sort of out of out of control of his emotions. Yeah. He's pretty good about, you know, keeping them in and um, but Dad I gotta laughs say, at that one with but a I gotta say, I, I yeah. felt freedom for him. Yes. Um, I know what it's like to kind of hold on to pain, and then mm. when you finally get to let it go, how um, freeing it is. So I felt freedom for him because um, clearly he's been holding on to so much pain. Yeah. Um, and then I also felt sad and triggered because I sort of was the one that, you know, kind of asked him to to expose these wounds in this yeah. process so i felt kind of sad um but i gotta say prying the lid off the past um and and sort of exposing that hurt showed me that we had pain in common pain um that the, ch- the pain i felt from my childhood he was also feeling the pain that i mm. felt from the hurt but he was feeling pain because of the hurt wow and so we had something really precious in common which was pain but i don't know it was just i felt like it was it was kind of a blessing actually so I, because I was there, I yeah. remember, you know, your dad's courage to, and and maybe you weren't thinking of it as courage at the time, but but no, so <laughs> right, you were just so overcome, you could hardly get the words out at times because mm-hmm. of how hard you were crying. Leon, what was that like for you when he could hardly catch his breath? Yeah, um, you know, there had been there had been um, times in the past where he'd apologize, and there were a few tears shed. Yeah, um, but this time it was it was a lot different because his full emotions came out and it was yeah. attached with to words. Um, there were buckets of affirming words, specific yeah. words for me. And it was more than, I'm sorry, I was a terrible father. This time it was, I'm sorry, I feel horrid for um, what I did to you. And you are all of these things that I value and I mm. want to love you differently and better. And just please forgive me. So. Wow. Wow. It's just different. I mean, let me even ask you one more question, Leanne. Had you ever heard much of what he had written in that letter? No. This was like 30 years in waiting for me. Um, oh. It was just, I'd been waiting. It was like I'd been waiting 30 years to hear these words. And, um, you know, through the years, he would say that he was proud of me um, or apologize. But I never knew why he was proud. Mm. Um, and I didn't know what it was about me that made him value me both as a person and as his daughter. So um, I just never, and I also never knew, let let alone understood his insecurities as a father. Oh. Um, so, or how deep his desire was to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. So um, he just, he wanted to be understood as a brand new man. And um, and one who was learning to be gentle and um, learning how to listen and how to engage in loving ways that matter now. Wow. So. You know, and I love hearing you say that your dad had to sit with his insecurities as a dad, that you heard him admit those. Right. And as women, as daughters, you and me, do we ever think less of our dads when they admit insecurities? Like, oh, you're weak now in my eyes. No. In fact, I got to say that there is a point where he was reading the letter tears streaming and I looked at him with these wet eyes and he had never looked stronger to me than in that moment. Honestly, it was to hear. It was like, I was so proud of him and he just, that was like my daddy, like that's my daddy. He's so strong. And, and, and (laughs) And all three of us sat with tears pouring. It was amazing. It really was. Yeah. 
So Scott, let's go back to you. Mm -hmm. Anything else you can say now that Leanne's just shared a bit more again to bring this forward into the present about your letter to her is what was it really like to read that letter to her as opposed to simply handing it to her? Well, it's, it's huge. Um, it, it's kind of funny when I was writing the letter, it was from my heart. It really was. It took me a long time to, to really express what I wanted to say. Yeah. When I got it all done, I'd sit there at my desk and I'd read it back to myself. And I said, well, it almost came across as passable words on paper. I thought, well, I hope it's more than that. It so, was, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. It definitely yeah. was. So when we got into the session, I could see the look on her face and see her expressions. And um, um, it just ripped my guts out. Yeah. On, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, anyway, I cried like a baby, as you're all aware now. <laughs> uh, and that's okay. Yeah. And I could hardly finish because then I could tell reading it to her with her there, I, it came from my heart, not just words on yeah. paper when yeah. I'm reading it to myself. So, was it a relief for you? Like Leanne said, it felt like a release and a relief. Yeah. Was it that for you? Yeah, it really was. I mean, um, going through our sessions, you know, things were coming out and I had no idea how they affected her. Yeah. But when you sum it all up in a letter and it's one thing to say you're sorry as, as you're going through all the sessions, but when to, you put it on paper and you're sum, summing it all up and she's sitting there and it is from your heart in one big package, uh, yeah, yeah, it it accomplished what I had hoped. Wow, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, and yeah. then some. Yeah. I mean, honestly, right. I would say we all sat that, there that day on holy ground. Right. Going, oh, absolutely. We couldn't have imagined that there would be this much healing right. in this moment, but because both of you committed to it, mm -hmm is God allowed some miracles to happen that oh. day, and we oh, all bet. felt it. Yeah. And I just want to take a break and say, if you're just joining us today, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, and I have the privilege of having a dad and his adult daughter here today, Scott and Leanne, where we're talking about how to make amends and how one dad did it right. And that's something I came up with. I don't know that Scott would actually go, yeah, I did it right. But, but I'm affirming a father who reluctantly stepped into the arena with his daughter and said, I will do whatever it takes to make things right with you. I will hear how I've hurt you. I will hear what I got right and what I didn't get right. And I'm willing to do that for you because you've invited me here and you need healing. So Leanne, let's continue with you. Is What would you say was the most poignant part of your dad's letter or one of the most significant parts of your letter? of your dad's letter to you. Yeah, um, actually he referenced and apologized for my ugly duckling phase of mm. life. And um, that was a very long phase. I think every kid has one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I had a lot of um, physical challenges with um, poor eyesight, a speech impediment, um, terribly crooked teeth. Just, um, I felt like a mess and I actually okay. believed I was a mess. Mm -hmm. And um, my parents worked really, really hard to get the kind of help um, we needed to um, to fix what was broken, what was going on, and um, physically with you, right? Yeah. Physically, exactly. Uh -huh. And so, um, and so, they felt relief and blessed to find the help um, that they needed. But I didn't feel that blessing, and I didn't feel that relief because I was the one going through those treatments, and I was also the one going through the bullying. Kids are not uh -huh. kind to those of us who um, look and sound different. Yeah. And so um, I even had some teachers that weren't so kind. Mm. And so um, a lot of insecurities were building up in me. And um, I just believed I was that dumb, ugly girl with messed up teeth and a weird voice. And so what I needed to hear 
um, yeah, from your dad, from my dad, was that I was not a mess. That I was believing that I was, and yeah. that I was hearing from from the outside world that I was. Was it almost like even though you were at the time thirty five years old, you still felt like like that little nine year old girl or whatever inside was still longing for her dad to tell her she was... Absolutely. I okay. needed, I just needed that affirmation and confirmation still because mm-hmm. I was still feeling the effects of of, yeah. of what I experienced. And so to hear my dad apologize, even though it wasn't, it wasn't my parents' fault, you know, yeah. that I, you know, that I had the, the adversity, um, just to hear the apology told me that he understood, you know, he understood and um, exactly. and and then he described what it was like for him on my wedding day and what a beautiful woman I had become. And I don't know, it just was really special and meant a lot to me. And um, it really it really healed. It was yes. really healing for me. Yes. And now I can fully honor and embrace the adversity I went through um, as the, as the season that shapes me yes. as a person today. Yeah. So. And so much more healing happened that day for you in your process yes. because your dad was willing to enter the messy, unscripted, raw process with you. Right, exactly. I mean, like you said, you saw your dad stronger that day. Absolutely. So Scott, let me just go back to you now. Is mm-hmm. What would you tell other dads who might be reluctant to dredge up the past You know, with their adult daughters? Like, let the past mm-hmm. be past. She's an adult now. Let's just leave it there. Well... Yes, uh, your daughter is an adult, but you still need to address it. I'm glad that I did. I really am. Um, again, I was reluctant at first, kind of with the same mindset, but I'm glad we yeah. actually did it. What I've learned from this is whether your daughter is 6, 16, or 36 mm-hmm. and married with children, you need to be there for her, okay? Yeah, in real time, in real space. In real time, in real space. And the advice I would give dads today that I didn't know at the time was don't wait Till your daughter has an eating disorder or worse. I guess we. Okay. Oh, you did say a little bit about that. Right. Is, yeah, you've struggled even in your adulthood yeah. Oh, yeah. with an eating disorder. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. really, you, you need to be involved. You need to hear her feelings about things that when she was growing up, she also will need to hear from you about things in your life you were going through while she was growing up. Because yeah. it is a two way street. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm. And she can hear it as an adult, where she may not have been able to understand at the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you need to be vulnerable. It's okay to let down the tough guy image and, you know, you're, you're not going to look weak to your child if you're vulnerable in this. I, I've learned that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. just don't be afraid to, to speak from your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you look at the fact that, you know, in the Bible, in the last verse of the Old Testament, Malachi 4, 6, Luke 1, 17, so the start of the new, the end of the old, mm-hmm. God says the hearts of fathers have to turn to their children in order for a curse not to be struck on the land. And I think mm-hmm. I love how many times, without even my prompting, Scott, <laughs> you have used the word heart. Yes. Don't be afraid to let your daughter see your heart mm-hmm. because that vulnerability speaks a language mm-hmm. that she needs to hear from you. And I love that. Leanne, I wonder if we could just talk about a couple parts of the letter specifically. Sure. Because I, I would love to hear, and, and for dads that are listening to hear, is what was it like to hear your dad tell you what it was like when he first brought you home from the hospital. That was really sweet. Mm. And um, I really love that to hear him tenderly describe me um, through his eyes and the fear he felt um, as a new dad. I mean, that was really special. Um, And there was just something reassuring about knowing that I was real enough 
um, to him that he wanted to give me everything good, but at the same time was really worried about screwing up as a parent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, but I honestly, just today, I, fe- I felt and I feel that same way as a mom with my own kids, wanting to give them everything good, but yeah. going, oh man, I hope I don't mess this up. And knowing that you do mess it and up. And I do, absolutely. You know, and you're, you're faced with your own humanity, but saying you got right. to hear that your dad had that thoughtfulness right. about you that you would have never known. Exactly. At the time. Let me ask one more question, if that's okay, about sure. the letter, a specific sure. part, because I can remember that he told you about the meaning of your name. Mm. And it, I remember it hitting you really powerfully because yeah. your dad didn't just get it off the internet. No. It was his own thoughts. What yeah. was that part like for you? That Yeah, that hit me pretty, um, pretty deeply because I really believe that our name is the front door to our identity. Mm-hmm. And so for him to take the time to understand the meaning of my name uh-huh. for me translated to him, taking the time to understand me. And so um, he unpacked it so deeply and in his own words, and he really described um, the grace and the mercy that I have. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of tearing up now thinking about it Aww. because um, <laughs> dad gets well, a big smile on his face. I wish you could all see that. Yeah. Um, it just, I don't know. It just really meant a lot to me. And um, and I have a hard time um, receiving kind, affirming words from anybody, uh-huh. but um, apparently my dad too. But it, there's, it just hits me. Um, it just hits me in a way that, it, I don't know. And just, it's really special. It's, it's even hard to put into words, but yeah. clearly as you tear up, you're saying that deposit your dad made a year ago yeah. is as precious to you today yeah. as it was then. Absolutely. Because meaning of a name has to do, like you said, with identity. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. And his words about seeing the beauty in you and the giftedness in you, because I can even remember that as we talked about it last year, is you are a, you are a masterful craftsman with words. You Thank have you. a gift, Leanne, with words. Mm-hmm. And I remember you going, my dad is like speaking in my language with yeah. his words. And I'm not a word guy at all. <laughs> I forgot you had said that. I'm not a word guy I'm at all. I'm an action guy. <laughs> You're an action guy. Yeah. And I imagine there's the majority of men who are probably wired like you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, dads, if Scott would do it, can do it, would do it, you can do it. Absolutely. 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 I think, honestly, as, we're, as I'm thinking about it right now, the Holy Spirit working through my dad, the Holy Spirit knows what I needed and how Uh, I understand things. I really believe that in that moment, my dad describing the meaning of my name in his own words, sort of the Holy Spirit coming through. And I think that's why it touched me so deeply is I'm hearing hearing God speak to me. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's bringing up the tears again. (laughs) Honey, don't ever apologize. I mean, dad, you are awakening the depths of your daughter's heart, even in adulthood, by you affirming and calling out the truth and the beauty that's in your daughter. And it's never too late. No. You know what? That is yeah. a beautiful point again to say, it's never too late. Right. Would you? What would you say about that, Leanne? Oh. For you, was it too little too late? And what would you, you know, you're basically saying to other dads, what do, what do they need to hear from you as a daughter about that theme? Yeah, it is never, ever too late, um, ever. I needed to hear this Um at this point in my life, and I'm just realizing that no matter how old I am, mm-hmm. um, that little six-year-old Leanne is still still needs her daddy, yes. and it's going to be that way in my 40s and my 50s and my 60s. I think yeah. that inner child, um, I think that inner child um, is. I'm not sure how to explain that. It, the inner child is who I think God uh, interacts with, and I think ah, that I think yeah. that my dad 
plays an imperative role in sort of that triangular relationship between God and me and my and my Beautiful. dad. So um that is awesome. Yeah. I love that. That it's never too late. It's you both are late. echoing that. Mm-hmm. And I think you can hear as you're listening today, dads. The, the true heartfelt responses in both this dad and daughter. Well, we're almost ready to wrap this up. So could you guys give an update? What has your relationship been like uh, now almost a year later since that incredible deposit? I think it's a, it's a lot better. Um, yeah. uh, I enjoy being in her company. So we make it a point to go out at least once a month because mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> we're both busy. Um, but And uh, even if it's just lunch. I love that. Uh, yeah. So... But it, and I turn off my phone, and I yeah. suggest dads, if you're going to take your daughters out, and you should mm-hmm. turn off your phone, give her your full attention. Beautiful, okay? that's you, right. We you don't need even, that. You don't even need to talk about past things. Talk about yeah. things that are going on in your life now and her life now. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's really important. Yeah, and that's what I try to do with with Leanne is, is stay current. That is awesome. And I want to say that as we're now here at the end, we did On Your Mark, which is the theme about dads making amends. Get set. You've filled it in with your story. That is the go step. Mm -hmm. Dads, follow Scott's lead. Call your daughter. Text her today. Set up an an appointment Mm -hmm. to have lunch. Turn off your phones and give her your full attention. What would you say, Leanne? What's your relationship like now a year later? Oh, um, yeah. We So, yeah, we go out to lunch. I I always look forward to that. And um, for me, I'm feeling safer to open up to my dad about what's going on. I even sent him a text this morning letting him know that he was going to get the little girl version of me today because (laughs) I have a lot on my plate and um, and I'm kind of mentally strained and emotionally strained. And I just was able to open up. And And be honest. Yeah. Is there a different level of honesty now? Absolutely. With you. You're both nodding, saying there's a freedom now to not hold back. Right. We can talk about it on the way over here. Mm -hmm. Oh, isn't that? Oh, you guys, I (laughs) love this story. And I know you are touching the hearts of people who are listening to this all around the world today, whether it's on, you know, podcast. If you haven't known that, everybody, I have a new podcast. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, or you can sign up for the Dad Whisperer podcast on iTunes. Write me. Dr. Michelle Watson at thedadwhisper.com. And let's keep the conversation going. Thank you both for being here and go dads. Thank you.